Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Folks, we're teetering on what could be an economic meltdown, threatening to wash away our savings and retirement. Inflation has surged to levels unseen in 40 years. Gold is the smartest and most responsible investment you can make for you and your family in times like these. A safe haven asset that protects your purchasing power and your wallet from inflation. When it comes to protecting your IRA or 401k, trust only the best. My friends at Allegiance Gold. Allegiance Gold has earned the highest trust ratings in the precious metals industry and builds relationships based on integrity, expertise, and impeccable service. Get up to $5,000 in free silver on a qualifying purchase when you visit protectwithlou.com today or give them a call at 844-6484-LOU. Don't wait. Take control of your retirement today. Call 844-6484. 84-L-O-U and speak with one of their experts. Time is of the essence. Protect your future with Allegiance Gold. Visit protectwithlou.com or call 844-648-4LOU. Hello, everybody. I'm Lou Dobbs. Welcome to The Great America Show. Great to have you with us. Ronna Romney Rhino McDaniel has finally resurfaced. She's been in hiding for some time dealing apparently with her latent Trump derangement syndrome, alone and in peace. But she was in New Hampshire Tuesday for a primary night, but not at the Trump victory party, coincidentally. Now, after wasting more than a couple hundred million donor dollars, she's finally admitting it's time to unite behind President Trump. Looking at the math and the path going forward, and I don't see it for Nikki Haley. I think she's run a great campaign But I do think there is a message that's coming out from the voters, which is very clear. We need to unite around our eventual nominee, which is going to be Donald Trump. And we need to make sure we beat Joe Biden. It is 10 months away till the November election. And we can't wait any longer to put our foot on the gas, to beat the worst president, to beat a president that's kept our borders open, allowed fentanyl to pour through, allowed inflation to to go rampant. He is hurting the American people, and we need to do everything we can to unite so that we can defeat him. Ronna Romney is a little late to the party. Has Rhino Ronna missed every single primary poll result in the last year that showed Trump up double digits in every state and in every head-to-head matchup? It's no surprise Ronna was holding out hope for her neocon compadre, Nikki Haley. CNN exit polls from Tuesday show 70% of Nikki Haley's voters were not registered Republicans. They were independents, the undeclared. I guess that shouldn't really be that big of a surprise to any of us. If you had the misfortune of watching Haley's speech Tuesday night, she declared herself the victor. We're sorry you had to deal with that, but there it was. And there was a part that was kind of interesting. Aside from when she said she thought she had won, it was the part where Haley thinks the primaries aren't really over. Now you've all heard the chatter among the political class. They're falling all over themselves saying this race is over. It's 
Well, I have news for all of them. New Hampshire is first in the nation. It is not the last in the nation. This race is far from over. There are dozens of states left to go. sweet state of South Carolina. At one point in this campaign, there were 14 of us running, and we were at 2% in the polls. Well, I'm a fighter. And I'm scrappy. And now we're the last one standing next to Donald Trump. And today we got close to half of the vote. We still have a ways to go, but we keep moving up. If she couldn't win in a state where she spent $30 million and got 70% of her votes from non-Republicans, where does Haley think she's going to win? She is a phony through and through and delusional to boot. Down in Texas, Governor Greg Abbott is at war with the Biden administration over the cartel-owned southern border. The Supreme Court, in a 5-4 to decision, which John Roberts and Amy Coney Barrett sided with the puppet Biden and the Marxist Dems, and yes, the Mexican drug cartels, It's a decision that now allows Biden's DHS to cut down razor wire fencing that Abbott's government places along 30 miles of that border, trying to stop the influx of millions of illegals. Is that going to stand? Well, Governor Abbott essentially telling Roberts and the four women he sided with on the court that the Biden administration can go to hell with their ruling and instructed the National Guard continue to build the wire fences. To take up all of this and much more, our guest today, if I may say the presumptive Attorney General, and he has my full and unequivocal support, he's Mike Davis, founder of the Article 3 Project. Mike, thanks for being with us. I have to tell you, I've never been so disgusted with John Roberts and Amy Coney Barrett. Yeah, Lou, this is truly a head-scratcher for me because it's not only how they decided to get rid of this injunction by the 5th circuit court of appeals but it's how they went about doing it so it was both substantively and procedurally wrong you had uh, the chief justice join all the women on the supreme court uh so four and a half women on the supreme court said that the said that the uh biden administration can cut open razor wire and allow the invasion of our southern border into texas including into the texas state park so i'm not sure how that's uh, I, i'm not sure that how that's even legally possible that this could happen the, the there are people who say that the congress and the federal government has supremacy on immigration which may be true but they also have a constitutional duty to to uh to help prevent invasions of our states and that's specifically in the constitution so even if there is 
preemption here on immigration, there's still the separate issue of invasion that the Biden administration is allowing, an invasion of our southern border of unvetted and unvettable migrants coming in from awful places around the world, and they're flooding our country with fentanyl that's poisoning and killing Americans. And so the Texas governor tried to stop this, at least in a state park in Texas, and the Supreme Court five to four just said that that can't happen and did not give any explanation whatsoever, did not have oral argument, did not have briefings. This is really bad what the Chief Justice and Justice Amy Coney Barrett did here. And what's particularly bad is just two years ago, Amy Coney Barrett put out a an unusual statement saying that we need to stop using the Supreme Court's emergency docket or the shadow docket, as Democrats call it, to make these rulings without briefings, without oral argument through the regular process. Well, what did she do here? She used the shadow docket to grant the Biden administration's request to allow the invasion of our southern border. I I will say right now uh, that I, if I were the governor of Texas, I would tell the Supreme Court to go to hell. Uh, because, frankly, the invasion clause gives uh, uh, primacy to, in my opinion, and you don't have to be a lawyer to have an opinion, and I've got a strong one on this. Either you are in an emergency and a crisis and the border is being invaded, which was anticipated in both the Constitution and the state constitutions of most states, at least, uh, and you have a responsibility to defend your people. Uh, this is madness on the, and I'm speaking obviously as the layman I am, but I will tell you this, as a patriot, uh, the Supreme Court can be damned on this one. Uh, this is outrageous. And I don't see any, by the way, I, I, what do we do here? Uh, what are they going to do? Bring in a, a, a company of Marines and, and start firing on the uh, Texas military department? I don't think so. So I think it invites defiance, and I think that I think Greg Abbott has a responsibility to defy this Supreme Court and the ignorance that they've. Dis I mean, these look like idiots to me. Uh, the, John Roberts and Amy Coney Bryant Barrett. Uh, who the hell do they think they are, and what do they think they're doing? Well, I'll say this, Lou, that you're absolutely correct as a matter of law. Article 4, Section 4 specifically says this, the United States shall guarantee to every state in this union a Republican form of government and shall protect each of them against invasion. And what President Biden has done is allowed an invasion of our southern border of 10 million and counting illegal economic migrants, people who are unvetted and unvettable coming from hell holes around the world. We're gonna have terrorist cells in America and the federal government has a constitutional duty to protect these states like Texas from this invasion. They are derelict in their duty. House Republicans need to step up immediately and start impeaching, start impeaching Mayorkas and Biden and all these other executive branch officials who are colluding to allow this invasion of our southern border. They're trying to import future Democrat voters. I say, hell, why don't we just mail them ballots in Guatemala and save them the time? Yeah, cut out some of the middlemen. I, I couldn't agree with you more. Uh, let, let's talk about the, Barrett. 
And, and Roberts. Roberts, who is a peculiar and eccentric, uh, bizarre uh, individual uh, in nearly everything he does as a chief justice and what he refuses to do. Barrett is obviously tem intimidated. She is obviously compromised or she is obviously you know, she and uh, Robert share. Uh, a, a family uh, commonality, and that is they both have two adopted children, uh, Barrett, two from Haiti, uh, and Roberts, two from Ireland. Maybe they have a soft place in their hearts for children, but the real issue here for America is we're being invaded by military-age men, predominantly coming across in caravans and vast groups being uh, organized by the Mexican drug cartels and these idiots in the Supreme court have just sided with the Mexican drug cartels and the most corrupt president in American history. I would say this about the chief justice. He's a good guy personally. I know him, but I would say this, his judicial philosophy is very problematic because he thinks he's protecting the legitimacy of the Supreme court by making these more political decisions that he thinks will keep his left-wing critics at bay. And all it does with these political decisions is it invites this political terrorism by the left, where they attack the courts, they protest outside of Supreme Court justices' homes, they threaten and intimidate justices outside of their homes, obstruction of justice under federal criminal law, and 18 U.S.C. 1507, it's clearly obstruction of justice. You don't have a First Amendment right to protest outside of anyone's home, let alone a federal judge's home, especially when they're deciding a pending case. That's obstruction of justice. But when you make these political decisions from the bench, you're supposed to have lifetime tenure. You have pay protection. You're supposed... You're supposed to be insulated from the politics, but when you make these political decisions to appease your political opponents, you invite this political terrorism by the left. Without question. We're talking with the founder of the uh, Article 3 Project, uh, great American, Mike Davis. We're coming right back with him in just one moment. When we do, let's talk about that new investigation into the Fulton County District Attorney, uh, Fannie Willis, and her very special lead counsel. So special uh, that, uh, well, she has now been, uh, been subpoenaed to appear in his divorce proceedings, the subpoena from his wife's attorney. We'll be right back. Stay with us. Lou Dobbs here. I'm delighted to let you all know that the program Lou Dobbs Tonight has returned to the air. That's right. Lou Dobbs Tonight is back. We're live each and every weeknight at 7 p.m. Eastern and 6 p.m. Central on rumble.com slash Lou Dobbs. That's rumble.com slash Lou Dobbs. I hope you'll be joining us for Lou Dobbs Tonight as our fight to save this country has only begun. <sighs> the comfort of your favorite seat is now your comfy car selling command center. Thanks to Carvana. It doesn't get any better than this. Your favorite seat's the best spot in the house. Make it even better by entering your license plate or VIN and getting a real offer in minutes. There really is no place like home. And speaking of home, Carvana will pick up your car from yours after you finalize your offer. Visit Carvana.com or download the app and sell your car from your comfy place. 
CarMax is putting peace of mind back in car shopping by putting you in the driver's seat to find a ride that's right for you. Because at CarMax, we believe you shouldn't just settle for a car. You should love your car. That's why every car we sell is CarMax certified quality so you can be sure with upfront pricing that's the same for every customer. So don't settle. Find love at first drive and start shopping now at CarMax.com. CarMax, the way car buying should be. And we're back now. We're talking with attorney Mike Davis. And and Mike, let's let's turn to Fulton County, the district attorney there. Some uh, rather uh, bizarre, unexpected, dramatic uh, and just... uh, unbelievable uh, things going on in Fulton County, and most of them originating around Fannie Willis, district attorney, George Soros sponsored, and obviously she's uh, she has a, an active life outside, well, actually inside the DA's office as well. Your thoughts about these, the Fannie Willis scandal? So this Democrat Fulton County attorney, Fannie Willis, um, may be in some trouble here. She might be in some hot water because she allegedly hired her secret boyfriend, her unqualified secret boyfriend, as her special prosecutor to go after Trump. And this unqualified secret boyfriend has never tried a felony case, but Fannie Willis hired him. She pays him $250 an hour out of Fulton County funds, including out of federal COVID funds, He colluded with the Biden White House, including with the Biden White House counsel, before Fannie Willis brought her unprecedented indictments, RICO conspiracy indictment against President Trump and 18 of his top advisors and supporters down in Georgia for the non-crime of objecting to a presidential election, which is allowed by the Electoral Count Act of 1887 and the First Amendment. So Fannie hired her boyfriend, her secret boyfriend. She's paying him $250 an hour. She went to church after she got caught doing this because she was taking illegal kickbacks, uh, allegedly, in the form of these lavish trips to the Caribbean and to Napa and many other places around the country, around the world. This isn't a conspiracy theory. Uh, We have the public has these credit card statements from her alleged secret boyfriend where he clearly bought plane tickets for her because the name her name is on these plane ticket receipts on on his credit card statements so she paid him 250 bucks an hour to uh, to to run this bogus rico case against her political enemies $700,000 and counting and then when she got caught with her boyfriend and these illegal kickbacks she ran to church uh, this black church down in Georgia and, uh, you know, tried to blame it on racism and sexism and said that she paid everyone the same amount of money. Well, we know that's a lie. She paid her secret boyfriend, her alleged secret boyfriend, who's not even qualified, $100 more an hour than she paid another special prosecutor who's actually a specialist in RICO cases. So Fanny's in hot water and uh, Marjorie Taylor Greene, Congresswoman Marjorie Taylor Greene, sent a criminal referral to Georgia Governor Brian Kemp and Georgia Attorney General Chris Carr citing their statutory authority, their statutory duty, along with eight potential crimes under Georgia statute that they should uh, they should open a criminal probe and investigate. And they refuse to do this. Instead, they want to send this thing to a Georgia commission that's not even operating right now, or they want to send this thing to their buddies in the Georgia Senate and not a damn thing will happen. So the Article 3 project 
started an action page, article3project.org action page, where we're lighting up Governor Kemp and Chris Carr's office, Attorney General Chris Carr's office, with phone calls and emails and social media posts to tell them to do their damn jobs and open a criminal probe on Fannie and her secret boyfriend. Yeah, I, and I think that's a wonderful idea. By the way, Governor Kemp, he's as corrupt as he can be. I mean, he dodges and he drips and drops. He, well, he's either corrupt or he's just he's just a scaredy cat of just everything. Uh, he has no sense of responsibility. He plays everybody off against the other. And that's just within the Republican Party itself. No telling what deals he's cutting with the with the uh, the Marxist Dems. Uh, but to duck this one is just outrageous. Uh, what, what do you think? happens if uh, this looks like she has to resign at some point relatively soon, I would think, just in terms of the politics of it. Uh, She's in the black church and she made, I think, a very big mistake in that black church when she when she said, you know, black women aren't perfect. Uh, And, uh, you know, the camera cuts around and there are a lot of uh, black women who think they are perfect there. And uh, uh, most women do. Right. Uh, They're not going to like to be told that, you know, there is some sort of uh, special case when it comes to sin, which is what she was really doing. I I couldn't believe she did it. Uh, But anyway, we've got uh, we've got that going on. And then we've got the prosecution itself. Does this end the prosecution of Donald Trump, in your opinion, and the others, uh, co-defendants? It should. Remember, this is this prosecution down in Georgia is part of the Democrats' lawfare oh, election yeah. interference. Four indictments, two impeachments, two illegal gag orders, trying to throw them off the ballot. This is all backfiring, and this case should absolutely get kicked down in Georgia. Fannie should go to prison if these allegations are true. This case should go away because it's been tainted from the beginning. She had an illegal conflict of interest when she hired her secret boyfriend, paid him by the hour for his legal work that he's not qualified to do, and she's taking kickbacks. That is tainted from the beginning. The whole case needs to be tossed out. There, there's a apparently a committee down in Georgia who could pick another prosecutor if they want to pick up and reindict Trump and these co-defendants under this bogus case, but this Kemp judge down in uh, down in Georgia, this this Governor Kemp appointee down in Georgia needs to put the kibosh on this bogus prosecution. It she is this is illegal from the start. This whole thing is illegal. She need they need to kick Fanny from this case. They need to throw her Fanny in prison, and they need to get rid of this case immediately. Yeah, it's amazing. Uh, Like I said, I still can't believe she went into that church and said that uh, accused of everything she is and saying uh, that black women aren't perfect. I just can't understand why you would try to invite the wrath of uh, everyone in your gender uh, against you by saying something like that. She's trying to take them, I guess, uh, along with her on the path to wherever she's headed. Uh, Anyway, not a a great uh, moment. Uh, We're having some great moments with that good old January 6th committee. Thank you, Liz Cheney. Thank you, Nancy Pelosi. Uh, Just giving us a gift that keeps on giving. Uh, The partisan J6 committee 
destroying evidence and uh, in all likelihood destroying any reason on earth for those hundreds of fellow Americans to be imprisoned and held hostage by the Marxist Dems in the deep state. We'll be right back. We're talking with Mike Davis, and he's going to give us the answers to all of that. Next. Man, that sunset is gorgeous. Grill, patio, sunset. Hard to get better than that. Unless you're browsing Carvana's inventory while you soak it all in. Oh, burger time. So sit back, get comfortable. Carvana's got thousands of cars under $20,000 just waiting for you. I could stay here forever. Carvana, where car buying meets comfort meets convenience. Download the app or visit Carvana.com today. Welcome to Fail Better, David Duchovny's new podcast with Lemonada Media. On Fail Better, David, who has experienced both low- and high-profile failures throughout his life, explores the vast world of failure, how it holds us back, propels us forward, and ultimately shapes our lives. Each week, he'll chat with guests like Ben Stiller, Bette Midler, and more about how our perceived failures have actually been our biggest catalysts for growth, revelation, and even healing. Through these conversations, he hopes listeners can learn how to embrace the opportunity of failure and fail better together. Fail Better is out now wherever you get your podcasts. We're back now. We're talking with the uh, the founder of the Article 3 Project, Mike Davis, uh, attorney uh, and a, a, a great attorney and great American. Let's turn to the J6 committee, if we can, Mike. Uh, we now know that they over 100 encrypted files uh, were uh, deleted. We know that others were encrypted. Uh, and uh, the, the, the Congress now cannot get even the passwords to that that does remain. They brought in forensic uh, people to try to restore those files. Uh, on what is the legal ramification to the outrageous conduct, the corrupt conduct of that committee uh, and the, and Nancy Pelosi, who uh, is the creator of same? Well, the the committee was founded or started on illegal grounds. The Nancy Pelosi set up this committee. And traditionally, you have the majority and the minority appoint their own members. Nancy Pelosi appointed her own members, including the Republicans. And she picked Adam Kinzinger and Liz Cheney, these two Trump deranged rhinos, fake Republicans, as the Republican members on this committee. And what, look, we just have to step back and remember what happened on January 6th. January 6th was a lawful protest permitted by the National Park Service that got out of control and some people trespassed and some people rioted. But then the Democrats tried to claim that this was an insurrection. Somehow there was an unarmed insurrection. They got to the Senate floor of the nation's capital, walked through velvet ropes, followed police direction, took selfies, and they didn't burn down the damn place. And so, But somehow this was an insurrection that the Democrats used to go after Trump and his top aides and his supporters for the non-crime of objecting to an election where there were clear irregularities. I would say that the election was stolen, and it was stolen because Democrats illegally used COVID to change election laws. They mass-mailed ballots out to old lists, uh, including college campuses where kids move every year, 
And then they got rid of signature verification because apparently COVID affects your signature, according these, to these Democrats. And then they got rid of election observers, the, the evidence gatherers. And then they said there, there wasn't evidence after they threw out the evidence gatherers. That's how the election was stolen. People who showed up on January 6th to protest this stolen election had every right to be there lawfully and peacefully, and it got out of control. And for the Democrats to use January 6th to go after Trump and his top aides and Trump supporters is frankly un-American. And what they're doing by destroying this evidence is criminal. It is obstruction of justice. They have this- Can they go to jail? Can they go to jail for it? They should go to jail, but they have immunity, Lou. They have the speech or debate clause that gives them broad immunity. They pretend like President Trump doesn't have presidential immunity for January 6th, but they have speech or debate clause, presidential or congressional immunity for the destruction of evidence. I don't know if they actually have immunity or not. And I think the Trump 47 Justice Department should open a criminal probe on this on January 20th, 2025, when President Trump is back in office. Well, I think right now, I, I, I'm going to hope that they don't have congressional authority. I'm going to hope that they don't have uh, client attorney privilege. I, I'm going to hope that they have none of what they have denied uh, President Trump. Uh, and I, I'd like to see every one of them serve the average uh, sentence of every one of those J6 defendants who has been put in prison uh, in the gulags and the key thrown away, the barbaric way in which they've been treated, I would like them to serve the average sentence of those uh, over a thousand Americans who have been treated like, like they live in 1980s, the Soviet Union. I'd like to see them all in jail for that period of time because they deserve that and I think far worse. Yeah, uh, and what, what's even worse, Lou, is they put these, these, these defendants before their trial in pretrial detention and the D.C. gulag for months and months and months. And then they said that we can't, they're not ready for the trial, but these people are, su are supposedly so dangerous, right? So they kept these defendants in jail for a long time before their trials and they, they didn't guarantee these defendants speedy trials. But all of a sudden, they waited 30 months to bring these bogus charges against Trump, and they're demanding a speedy trial against Trump because they're trying to interfere in the election. They wouldn't give speedy trials to these defendants rotting in the D.C. gulag, but they want to go after Trump as quickly as they can to interfere in the election for, uh, for November 5th, 2024. These Democrat prosecutors can go to hell, and when the Trump 47... Uh, attorney general is in there, his Justice Department, they need to start investigating all these corrupt prosecutors and FBI agents within the Justice Department. Yeah, and, and that's, uh, I'll, I'll tell you what, that's music to my ears, because uh, it's pretty clear that you're going to have a major role in the uh, Trump administration. I, I want to turn to to that issue. You talked about the corrupt prosecutors who overcharged, every, I think without exception, overcharged each one of these January 6th defendants. Then they, uh, then they were bef prosecuting before uh, these federal judges in the D.C. Uh, court system, federal system, every one of them was over-sentencing them. So it's been a nightmare. And I believe, by the way, th those those judges should be in the same jail as those prosecutors. Uh, and I think if, the, if uh, we do not insist on accountability for their actions, uh, we're going to have just a, a, a bigger problem.
uh, the next time, the next go around. Uh, you know, we always leave with uh, when we can. We always leave uh, the last word to our guest, uh, Mike. I want you to give us a sense of where you think the legal pr- profession is right now. The court system that is to me so obviously corrupt, the federal court system in particular, uh, the federal prosecutors and the DOJ, the FBI. Is there any way out of this? The These D.C. prosecutors and D.C. judges are a disgrace. What they've done to these January 6th defendants, where they have they have they have they have contorted these federal laws, including the Sarbanes-Oxley obstruction law to go after their political enemies. They have politicized and weaponized our justice system to go after Trump, his top aides, his lawyers, his supporters on January 6th, parents outraged by gender chaos and the resulting rape in high school bathrooms, Christians praying outside of abortion clinics while these same corrupt prosecutors and judges give amnesty to Biden and his scumbag corrupt family, Hunter and James and the rest of the Biden family, they're all on the take for tens of millions of dollars from China, from Russia, from Ukraine, every hellhole around the world, the Bidens are taking money, except for the six-year-old granddaughter who the Bidens finally claimed under political pressure. They give amnesty to BLM, they give amnesty to Antifa, they give amnesty to these Hamas supporters terrorizing Jewish Americans, including on college campuses. This must get fixed in the Trump 47 administration because we can't have two systems of justice in America. And guess what? We need to start going after these Democrats for their real crimes instead of these Republicans for their non-crimes. Mike Davis, we thank you as always for being with us. We appreciate it. Uh, Look forward to our next conversation and, and God bless you. Thank you. God bless you, Lou. Thanks, everybody, for being with us. Join us tomorrow for The Great America Show. Our guest will be the great investigative journalist, Julie Kelly. And please join us for Lou Dobbs tonight, each and every weeknight, on Rumble, Twitter, Frank Speech, at 7 p.m. and 6 central p.m., each Monday through Friday. Follow me on Twitter and True Social at Lou Dobbs and on Facebook and Instagram at Lou Dobbs Tonight. Thanks, everybody. God bless you, and may God bless America. America.